Hello, hello, wonderful people. Welcome once again to another episode of Transform Thursdays, where we take your heart, your mind, and your life to the next level through the word of the Lord. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode. First of all, I can't believe that we are in November already. Like, when I think about the fact that I just prayed into October, I'm just marveled. And let alone the fact that January, February, March, and April is already gone. It's just crazy to me. But I thank God for this new month of November. And I thank God for you that is listening to this episode right now. I thank God that you are alive. Because if you're listening to this episode, it means that your ears are working, you're alive, you have the breath of God within you, and that is something to appreciate. No matter what your circumstances may currently look like, you are alive, and that's just that's just something of a joy. And I want to celebrate with you on that fact, and I know that the rest of this two months in 2020, God will continue to prove himself strong and show himself up in your lives and fight for you, and you may hold your peace in Jesus' name. Amen. A couple of days ago, I was just reflecting on my spiritual growth, I guess, with God and trying to understand, have I really grown and what dimensions and what things have I put in place for me to grow and how can I continue to grow, especially in the rest of this year, 2020. Because for me, I don't want this new year to just disappear and then 2021 just comes around and going through the same cycle because I think there comes a time where you just have to realize that okay enough of all this things how are we moving forward what are we doing with our lives you know we have to take ourselves seriously we have to take God seriously and you just have to go for what God wants you to go for but in order to do that you need to have God backing you up and in order to have God backing you up you have to know him you have to constantly abide in his presence and I think Psalm 91 has been a verse or a chapter that has been very prevalent this whole year of 2020 and with the verse 1 it says he who dwells in the secret place so you have to dwell there you don't go there to visit you don't go there and just say hi a little bit and then hop back out no you dwell in the secret place and as you dwell in the secret place of the most high you get to know more of who God is and you get to understand more of him and love him as well So with that thinking and the perception, I was just thinking, okay, how do I interact with the word of God? And I just thought it would be something to share just to have us think about for ourselves so that you, when you think about your days at church or when you're listening to sermons, you try and understand how it is reflected in the rest of your week because one week turns into two and then to four and then the month is over and then another month comes through and you don't want to keep going through the same things and being the same when the word of God can actually change you and actually make you better. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to share this today. So when we look at the title of interacting with the word of God, I think it's first of all important to understand the different variation to which people interact with God in terms of the actions that they take and in the terms of the things that they put in place and what they do or do not do. So with the first variation or first class, I would say these people or these group of people, they are the ones that do not listen to the word of God at all and we see this with people who don't really know God 
They might have heard of God, but as the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says that the God of this age has blinded their eyes, so they're not able to really see. It has blinded their minds, so they're not really able to believe and have the light of the gospel come within them so that the light of God shines within them. And so I think that's one class of people in terms of interacting with God's word, which technically they don't. And with the second class or variation of people, these are people with whom they do listen but they don't necessarily obey it and you know just you listening to this podcast technically you could be classified as being in this class if all you do is just listen to this podcast and don't actually go back to your own time and and look up the word for yourself and actually obey the different things that we talk about and the different things that the holy spirit leads you in so this would be the type of people who you know just are into routine and take different things and don't really go search it out themselves and with that they tend to forget the word of the lord so and i don't know if this example resonates with you but i remember when i was younger you know you finish from church and your parents are asking you oh what did you learn in church today in your children's class and things like that and sometimes like you literally just came out of class but you can't even think of what exactly you learned and that's where that whole forgetfulness comes in and you know in the book of james chapter one i'm gonna read it later but it talks about how it's possible to actually forget like you're a forgetful hearer of the word and of course that's not where God wants us to stay in but the Bible acknowledges that that's what happens and that's what can happen the third variation we see these as the people who do listen to the word of the Lord and actually obey it and put it into practice and so these are the people that actually benefit from the word of the Lord and they are transformed and their life becomes better in terms of they are reflecting more of Christ and they are displaying more of his glory here on earth and when we just read from James chapter 1 from verse 22 to 25 it says for if you listen to the word and do not obey it it is like glancing at your face in a mirror you see yourself you walk away and forget what you look like but if you look perfectly and carefully into the perfect law that sets you free and if you do what it says and don't forget what you've heard then God will bless you for doing it and if we just look at that verse 25 in the new king james version it says but he who looked into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this one will be blessed in what he does and i just wanted to just you know go back into that forgetful hearer portion that i mentioned earlier like we can see that the bible makes it clear that it is possible to be a forgetful hearer but god doesn't want us to be that because if we are not just a hearer or a forgetful hearer but actually a doer of the work then as it says in the ending of that verse we will be the ones that are blessed in all that we do and in the third class of people or variation we see that these are the ones that obey and these are the ones that actually listen to the word of the lord and through that i think that we are able to walk in true obedience and through that we're able to actually interact better and intentionally with the word of the lord so now that we are aware of this different classification or variation of different people and how they interact with the word of the lord how then can we be in the third class how then can we be in the third variation and what ways can we be more intentional with our interaction with the word of god i have some points that i would like to share the first being actually writing down the word actually writing down the notes especially when you're in service or you're listening to
to a sermon or something not just passively listening but actively listening so as you listen and you write apparently according to research it's easier for you to remember what you've written and remember what you've heard because one you are writing it based on your own words in terms of breaking down the words that were said to you and making it easier for you to remember based on your own understanding two you're easily able to actually tell somebody about that word that you've heard and I'm sure we've seen this through any sort of classes or examination that we've either taken in our lives when you're studying and writing out the notes and that's why professors tend to ask people especially in the earlier years to write down notes and they don't give them slides completely because they want you to actually write stuff down so that you actually see the process and I think that's the same with the word of God when we interact with our hands when we interact with the pen or paper or even typing but typing I've heard doesn't have as much effect with your memory as with writing but as you write down as you actually just make a mental note and not just mental note but also physical notes of what you've heard it allows it to stick better in your mind so that would be the first point and first way that we can be more intentional with interacting with the word of God the second way is actually going over those notes on a day other than Sunday so during the week and going over it at least once a week so when you reflect on the word of course you've written it down and now it's let's say Wednesday and you're going through the word trying to remember what it is that pastor or the minister or the man or woman of God had previously said on the Sunday so that you're able to get the blessings right because I believe that if God has spoken through the servant to be able to speak to us as his children is for a reason and we don't want to be left out of the blessings from that word and if God has spoken to your servant about today on the Sunday we're going to talk about divine intervention and how God can intervene and make ways for you or talk about how God is the almighty God then you need to realize okay how am I going to experience God this week as God being the almighty God or how is that knowledge of God being the almighty or God being able to intervene how is that going to be seen through my life this week whether it's by you actively remembering what the word was said and actively remembering who God is in that dimension through your own personal study but that comes by you going back into that word and actively looking at it thinking about it meditating on it even if you do it only once throughout the week it's better than interacting with it the first time listening to it and you come again the next Sunday and there's a new word and you don't even remember what was said the first time right so that would be the second point now the third point would be memorizing so now that you've interacted with it by writing it down you've gone over it during the week then now you memorize the word and as you memorize the word you don't have to memorize the whole thing that the pastor or servant had said you don't have to memorize it word for word what i would recommend is finding one verse within that whole topic or that whole sermon that really stood out to you so this can be seen or done through the time during the week where you actually go through the word and analyze it and then through the week through the rest of the week up until the next week the next Sunday you can actively be thinking about that word be actively thinking about it and looking at it and allowing it to speak life into you whether it is by you recognizing that God is Alpha he's Omega 
breath. He is the creator of the heavens and of the earth. Thinking about what he said in creation, let there be light and there was light. Like what does that mean for me? What does that mean for my situation? And memorizing it so that when the enemy does come to you, it's the word of the Lord that you have in your heart that that's the word that you would speak to battle against what he's going to say and come against whatever lies and deception that he may want to bring to you. And I believe that if God has given that servant that word at the beginning of the week, it's important and necessary for us during the week that is coming ahead because God is Alpha and Omega. So he knows what is going to be ahead of our week. And if he has given us a great arsenal to battle against it, why don't we take it up and actually use it, right? And lastly, I would say after you've done all that process, then through the Holy Spirit, praying and writing out a prayer point that you can pray during the week with the study from the Sunday service or whatever that you've learned. For example, let's say the topic was in the book of Daniel, talking about Daniel in the lines, then one prayer point through the Holy Spirit could be, let every word and accusation, let everything that rises up against me in judgment, I condemn it. Because when we look at Daniel, we see that, you know, the reason why he was put into the lines that was because the other people came up to the king to accuse him, to say that, oh, Daniel's done this, he did not bow down, or he's doing his own worship when you have said do not worship any other person or any other god except me and because of that Daniel was put into the lion's den but as we know or if you don't know now you know <laughs> that because of that at the end of Daniel staying in the lion's den he came out of course he wasn't hurt because of God's protection at the end of it those people that accused him not only them but their families and their children were put into the lion's den so they died everything that they spoke came to pass against them everything that they planned and thought so that could be a great prayer point based on the lines then and based on the story of daniel and by formulating a sort of prayer point from the word that you heard on sunday you know aside from the prayer points that perhaps may be said at your church or wherever you're listening to the sermon i think it would really help us to also grow in our relationship with god and in our ability to hear from the holy spirit because if you believe that okay help me create or formulate a prayer point and you take your time to listen and be still he will show you based on the word and because of that you'll be able to know that okay this is God and how you know it's God is because the devil's not going to tell you pray against every evil accuses <laughs> the devil's not going to tell you pray that the light of God may shine in your life pray that you know the glory of God may be revealed in your life the devil's not going to tell you that so that's how you know that it's God and not the devil and so with these different steps these are ways that we can be more intentional with our interaction with the word of the Lord and the different ways that we can you know just become closer so that we're not a Sunday Sunday message hearing person but we're actually taking what we've learned and actually taking what we've heard and not allowing the seed that was sown in to our lives to be stolen so i would say this is a challenge if you are up for it to try and implement those four steps and you can comment in our instagram page or whether or not you were able to do this and how it was for you and how it helped you and how you remembered the word that was taught during the week better because of there's different steps that I had pointed out. So step one, you know, actually writing down and making physical notes, whether digitally or 
with pen, making notes of the word. Step two, going over the word at least one time during this week or during the upcoming week after the sermon has been taught on the Sunday. And step three, memorizing at least one verse or a portion of the scripture that really spoke to you through the leading of the Holy Spirit. And step four, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, formulating a prayer point, at least one. You know, when you're in it with the Holy Spirit, you can actually pray for like a long time, but at least formulating one prayer point to pray based on the word that was said and what the Holy Spirit shows to you. And I know that through the steps, the seed that was planted through the word shall not be stolen because you're actively taking steps to water the seed so that it produces not just 30 but 60 but a hundred fold in Jesus name. And one other thing that I wanted to point out is also in the ability to recognize the enemy and the different ways that he may actually want to steal the seed in our lives, especially through the word of the Lord. And I wanted us to just pray for discernment, to be careful so that that seed is not stolen from us. Because I find that sometimes when done from service or something, like I come out from that wonderful presence of the word and the worship and the session that was just amazing. And sometimes you come out and someone is saying something and you get annoyed or you remember that, oh, you have to do this and something happens. And I think in that moment, the enemy starts to try and steal the joy. And because because of the different actions and I guess life that may come at you it's easy to just forget the amazing presence of God that you just encountered and the amazing encounter that you had with God and that can also try and steal the promise and I think sometimes when you actually also approach the Sunday service Sometimes the enemy may make you wake up late and you may argue with your spouse or argue with your friend or you may miss the bus or anything. And because of that, you're already grumpy on the way to church. And if you're already grumpy on the way to church, how are you going to actively be aware and be intentional of receiving from God on that Sunday and actually remembering what it is he's saying? So I think those are just things for us to note and pray against so that the enemy does not steal our joy, so that he doesn't steal the seed that God wants to plant or has planted for us, especially on that Sunday. Yes, I just pray that we are more aware of that. I pray that we are more intentional of guarding our peace, guarding our minds so that it is ready and it is a fertile ground for the seed to be able to grow and produce much fruits. So thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to try the challenge and try it in this upcoming week. And let me know in our social media how that went for you. And I pray that you are blessed and have a great and awesome week. Bye and God bless you.